David was said to be a man after God's own heart. Saul failed to fully follow the instructions from God, and God sent the prophet Samuel to anoint David to be king over his people. We read about this in 1 Samuel 16. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil, and go, and I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among Jesse's sons. And Samuel said, How can I go if Saul hear it? He will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. And call Jesse to the sacrifice. And I will show thee what thou shalt do, and thou shalt anoint unto me him whom I name unto thee. And Samuel the prophet did that which the Lord spake, and came to Bethlehem, and the elders of the town trembled at his coming, and said, Comest thou peaceably? People are afraid of prophets. Church people are especially afraid if a prophet's coming to town. And Samuel said peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come that Samuel looked on Eliab, the eldest son of Jesse's, and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him in Eliab. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, nor on the heights of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh upon the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. Then Jesse made Shammah to pass by, and he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? 
And Jesse said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look upon. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Verse 14. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled Saul from that day unto the end of his life. The evil spirit of the Lord stayed with Saul after David was anointed. And when that evil spirit troubled Saul, if they had a skillful musician play on a musical instrument, the evil spirit from the Lord would depart temporarily, but he would come back to Saul later. And throughout his life, that spirit tried to get Saul to kill David. And Saul went about throwing javelin and things at David and setting traps for him and was an enemy of David's the rest of his life because Saul knew God had removed the kingdom from him and given it to David. So David was Saul's enemy, though in David's eyes he was not the enemy of Saul. After David became king, after Saul's death, and David became king over Israel, he committed a terrible sin. David went up on his roof one day and saw a woman, and she was bathing, and she was very beautiful. He had sex with her, and she became pregnant, but she had a husband. So this is the story of David and Bathsheba. Second Samuel 11. David is trying to figure out how it can look like she had sex with her husband Uriah. So David called Uriah back from the army and gave him basically leave to go to his house. And he gave Uriah meat to take with him. But Uriah did not depart out of the king's house. And there followed him a mess of meat from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of David's house with all the servants of his lord and went not down to his house. David wanted it to look like Uriah was the father of the child. 
but he couldn't get Uriah to go down to his own house because Uriah was an honorable man. And he said, I can't do this as long as my brethren are fighting in the army of Israel. And David sent Uriah back to the army, back to the battle, and sent a message to the captain of his army. And he said, set Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle and then withdraw from him that he may be smitten and die. So David arranged for the death of Uriah. A messenger tells David that Uriah is dead. And when the wife of Uriah, Bathsheba, heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she mourned for her husband. And when the morning was past, David sent and fetched her to his house, and she became his wife and bare him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. And God brought penalties upon David for these sins. Second Samuel chapter 12 And the Lord sent Nathan the prophet unto David. And he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds. But the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had brought up and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children, and it did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom, and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress it for the wayfaring man that it was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. Verse 5, And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die, and he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house, and thy master's wives unto thy bosom, and I gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. 
Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword and hast taken his wife to be thy wife and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Three penalties from God will be placed on David. Verse 10, Therefore the sword shall never part from thine house, because thou hast despised me, says God, and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Penalty number two, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of the sun. For thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. That's S-U-N. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because... By this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. The child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. David prayed and fasted for the sick child and was hoping that God would not kill the child. 2 Samuel 12, verse 16 David therefore besought God for the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth but he would not, neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Verse 20, Then David arose from the earth and washed, 
and anointed himself and changed his apparel. And he came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and David did eat. Verse 21, Then said his servants unto him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. And he, David, said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, Who can tell whether God will be gracious unto me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. David said, I will die and go to him. In verse 24, David comforted Bathsheba, his wife, and went unto her and lay with her, and she bare a son, and he called his name Solomon, and the Lord loved him. After David died, God chose Solomon to take David's place as king. David wrote so many of the Psalms in the book of Psalms, three in particular which show his repentance over this matter with Bathsheba and Uriah. Psalm 51 verse 4, David said, To God, against thee, against thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight. Verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 51.11. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Psalm 51.12 Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. His prayers were answered. David was greatly joyful in the Lord, in the presence of God. I often pray over myself, Psalm 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me, especially if I've had a quarrel with anyone or have come away from someone in the world. You don't really know what has rubbed off on you from a worldly person. and. I know God can create a clean heart in me 
and renew a right spirit in me when I have been visiting with a worldly person. So I often pray Psalm 5110 over myself. But as we see from this example, God forgave David. He didn't remove the kingdom from David, but he put some penalties on David that would follow him the rest of his life on the earth. And know that there are penalties. Even though we are born again and our sins are forgiven by Jesus, penalties can follow your sins and cost you more than you would ever want to pay. Learn that from these examples. That's why they're here, is for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world have come, says Paul. 1 Corinthians 10. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.